Okay, this is True News 16 once again. I'm going to try to do a real quick one uh, this morning, uh, this afternoon rather, and um, I'm going to talk about this issue with Ravi Zacharias, okay? Uh, some people have, at, by this time, uh, there's been more than enough commentaries on what's going on and what's happening and uh, people criticizing him, <clears throat> other people defending him, uh, all of it, you know, in a long line, a continuum line between support and persec- and uh, condemnation um, on that list. But one uh, commentary that really got my uh, attention, it kind of, you know, bugged me to the point of my wanting to make my own uh, commentary on this is the fact that somehow people have used this uh, um, as a segue into the subject or somehow related to the issue of one saved, always saved, okay? And they use Ravi Zacharias, where the the evidence has already dominated that he had uh, done a lot of uh, bad stuff and he had no... Um, evidence of repentance or coming clean with what he did um and there was evidence that he had uh gotten busted to the point where he was doing stuff he wasn't supposed to and um uh he didn't come clean with it and he didn't try to um you know open up about it but he tried to keep it under wraps up until the point of his death and uh, all of that he took to the grave with him more than likely uh, we don't know if he confessed to his wife we don't know if he confessed to the lord we don't know what happened in the split seconds or the several hours before he actually passed because none of us were there okay i also don't want to take a stance on any defense on anyone because i really don't know very few people have uh, adequate knowledge of the case itself and what happened and who's and the motives. We can only just speculate based on the information that we have and that we've we've been given. And even then, we have to try to hold back judgment on all of these things. But talking and you know and and I really don't want to get into the details of it from either side of what happened or what uh, the report and the investigation turned out. I would rather just basically talk about this whole issue and how this subject ended up into a theological discussion of one saved, always saved. Especially being that we seem to have more evidence of his uh, uh, foul play than anything else, you know? So in a sense, I happen to believe uh, in one saved, always saved, because I believe, and I also podcasted about this, and I may uh, be putting it on Anchor, um, uh, the fact that uh, the one saved, always saved is a cliche of many Christian cliches that exist, where it's very corny, and people are very embarrassed about it, because now they hear it, and they cringe, because it's one of these corny sayings, like, oh, God loves uh, the sinner but hates the sin you know these things have some truth in them and some exaggerations in them some misunderstandings in them and a whole lot of corny in between so the same thing with one saved always saved people have done a real number in terms of teaching this so now the coin gets tossed 
uh, the phrase gets tossed up in the air, and the first thing people are uh, famously uh, quick to do is to frown upon it. Okay, but honestly, all it is is talking about God's sovereignty and in salvation. That's really what it's all about. And so, uh, I believe that God is sovereign in our salvation, that we do not do anything in our salvation with regard to an eternal perspective. We don't have anything to do with our, sal our, our salvation from an eternal perspective. If our salvation began in eternity past, <clears throat> well, that was eternity past uh, quite a bit a while before we were even uh, a thought in our parents' uh, minds, let alone that they themselves were also not a thought in anyone else's mind. Um, so God is sovereign over who gets saved who will be saved, and your salvation, okay? We're not in control of that. We're not in control of our, our, our birth, and we're not in control of our new birth, okay? So, I also believe in John 3, 3, that says that the Holy Spirit is in complete control, which is what Jesus was telling Nicodemus, and that we have no control over our salvation. So, that being said, God is sovereign in all those things. He's also sovereign when we're going to exit the earth. He's, gonna, he's sovereign when we enter the earth. He's sovereign, but nevertheless, in talking about sal uh, salvation, he is absolutely sovereign of our salvation. In our timely humanity realm, we say, well, I remember when I first decided and I got on my knees and I repented and blah, blah, blah. Sure, you've got the free will that you decided to do that and you experience your free will in order to do that. No one can take that from you. So we do have the free will as to decide whether today we're going to have chocolate ice cream or, or strawberry ice cream. Okay, we know that. That's elementary stuff. <clears throat> but this is, a, this is a salvation conversation. Okay? So we stick to the scriptures. We stick to the importance of theology. And this is a theological conversation. Now, Ravi Zacharias, we don't know whether he repented two and a half seconds before or God granted his the repentance to him. We don't know. So we can't go around on uh, saying that, well, he's definitely in hell and whatever. And anyone who talks like that is really a person who's not very mature in the faith. And definitely somebody who hasn't put a lot of thought into these things. So I have no idea why the subject of one saved, always saved comes into, into light with regard to this man's life. I, I love listening to Ravi Zacharias. I've listened to him for many years. He was a he was a considered really a Christian philosopher. He was uh, a really good Christian philosopher, and I really appreciated uh, his thinking. And he helped a lot of people in their thinking and understanding Christianity. Uh, God gets the glory regardless, okay? Because God continues to be true, and man continues to be a liar. All we can do is speak His truth. Oh, that's all we can do. It's his truth. It's never our truth. So the fact that was as to whether uh, he saved because God saved them from the beginning, uh, we don't know if God saved them from the beginning. We don't know that. Maybe his glory comes in his uh, work on the earth, just like uh, Judas did many good things when God sent him out. You know, and he pointed towards Christ and him being the Messiah. And who knows? He probably did a lot of really, quote unquote, good things while he was here. 
but we know that he was chosen to uh, betray the Lord. And we know that he went to his place, so we know he is not in heaven. So we know that because Christ, Scripture tells us that he's not in heaven. He, scripture does not tell us what happened with Ravi Zacharias. So Ravi Zacharias should not be in the conversation of one saved, over, always saved, other than to say that we don't know. And that's pretty much it. That's my podcast for today. And that's my two cents for today. And until next time, this is True News 16. I love you. Talk to you soon. Bye.